Thanks for choosing to listen to another City Point West podcast. I trust that this message empowers and encourages you to continue your journey of faith. Enjoy. God upon humanity. And we come to the reality that the greatest punishment that God can ever bestow upon humanity is the reality that God releases humanity to their own way of living. It's the greatest punishment. Our sin is our punishment. In fact, if we go to the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 1, the Apostle Paul is writing to the, to the center of the reality of the world that they knew at the time, and he spoke to them about their lives. Can we bring up that verse in Romans chapter 1? That would be great. He says this, Therefore God gave them over to their sinful desires of their hearts, to sexual impurity, for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Because of this, God gave them over to their shameful lusts. God gave them over to that. And we understand then the outworking of unnatural things in their lives. Paul continues to write about the reality that God gave them over to their shameful lives. Listen, that sounds terrible, but it is actually a story of love. Because we've got to understand that this is all about love. God who loved His creation and love never exists in control. Here's the battle of being a parent. My father sits here on the front row. My kids are in the room. The, The battle of love is the battle of parenting. Listen, I love my kids so much that I want them to outwork their lives in the right way. And the battle here is Because I love them, I have to release them to make their choices and decisions. I want to control them. Listen, I want to control the way that they live. I want to control the way they dress. I want to control the way they act. I want to control, but that's not love. Love isn't outworked in that way. In fact, it cuts across. If we understand control, breaks the power of love. And we don't serve a God that breaks the power of love. We serve a God. Listen, the Bible says He is love. So His love for us, His love for His humanity, releases humanity to their way of living. And it's messy. And it's ugly. If anyone knows has had a child and released them, they've made some poor decisions. They've outworked some poor ways. But we love them. So we don't control them. Jesus loved us so much. And it says God's love for us gave us over to our poor decisions. Now, listen, I look across this room. There are wonderful people that have never made a bad decision in their life. But there's others that God gave us over because He loved us to our poor decision making. And there was mess that came to that. But this is the plan of redemption that started from the beginning because it's the great story of love. It is the great story of love that makes space and makes room for a child that was prodigal to return to the home, that makes room for a child that was prodigal in amongst their bad decisions to realign their life into the beauty of the plan of God. I want to be clear about this. God's plan was never for our lives to be messy. Unfortunately, it's man's plan sometimes. But love, but love made a way. But love made a way. Listen, sometimes as parents, we try to control so much 
that we take away the way. We take away love. We take away the connection that's meant to be there. God didn't do that. He made a way through love to reach out to humanity. And that way was Jesus. Listen, 2,000 years ago, in the city of Jerusalem, the city of peace, the city of peace, in that city of peace, Jesus made a way. He laid out a plan. Why? Because we got messy. Humanity got messy. Humanity got broken. Humanity, we heard in that thing, got into a place of sin. Humanity got in a place of loneliness. Humanity got in a place of shame. Humanity got in a place of fear. Humanity got in a place where crime rates exploded. Humanity got in a place where the rates of violence exploded, just like today. And God made a way because of love. Just as in love, He released. Just as in love, He enabled humanity to make their own decisions just as in love he didn't try and control humanity he released again the brokenness wasn't God's plan in fact in first Peter chapter 2 Peter writes God's desire he says so then rid yourself of that stuff of evil of lying hypocrisy jealousy envy evil speech slander all traits that destroy relationships listen in the picture of love relationship was destroyed Yet in the prodigal son, we see the father waiting and waiting and waiting. As newborn babies, he says, I want milk. Will you come to what's pure? Will you come to what's simple? The simple teaching and become mature in your salvation. Because you've already examined and seen and tasted how good the Lord is. Come back to what is pure. That is the heart of God. But he needed a plan. He needed a plan. He needed a plan. For this to be outworked, I thank God for what He's done. Listen, this morning, here on Easter Sunday, we have to see the whole picture. That whole picture starts in that place of mess. It starts in the place, again, of love. It was love that released humanity to their mess. But it was love that laid out now that plan of redemption. When we look at the whole picture, it's a big picture. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 through to 23. It was the precious blood of Jesus Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose Him as your ransom long before the world began. But now in these last days, it has been revealed for your sake. Through Christ, you have come to trust in God. And you placed your faith and hope in God because He raised Christ from the dead. And gave him great place in glory. Listen, that picture of love doesn't just come into this place of great, great, wonderful victory. That picture of love also existed in that place of mess. Listen, you may have kids in your world right now, maybe sons and daughters, maybe grandkids that are in that place of mess. That picture of love still exists. Listen, you may be sitting in this room in that place of mess in your own life. That love still exists for you today because that picture of love was laid out before you were born. The Bible tells us here in Peter, it was laid out from the beginning of time. It was laid out in brokenness. It was laid out in mess. It was laid out in the ugliness of your sin. This is why this love 
is so great. It is so wonderful because we serve a God who loved us and wanted us to love Him back. He wanted us to love Him back. He wanted us to love Him back. This is big. I harp on this today because I want you to see the full picture here. I don't want you to just see the little bit of this picture. Celebrating this day is wonderful, but it's only wonderful with the reality of the greatness of our mess. Listen, we celebrate victory here today, but we celebrate it in amongst a world that is dying in defeat. Our neighbours are dying in defeat. Our family members are dying in defeat. Our family members are, are trapped in that loss and that broken and that hurt. And we serve a living, risen Saviour, Jesus, that's in love with them. That's in love with them and that's engaging with them. That is reaching out to them. That has got a plan for them, a plan for their redemption. And I want us to come into that victory today, seeing the defeat, seeing the brokenness, knowing that God's plan is right there. It is there. It is there. It's a plan of love. It's a plan of love. Listen, maybe you've got a family member right now. Maybe it's someone, I, I, I just I sense such a burden on my heart for people right now that are, are praying and believing for family members. If you do right now, come on, just in your, in your heart, we're going to pray and agree together in this moment because there's a plan. God, we thank you. We thank you. The devil's got a plan. He's robbing from young people. He's robbing from grandkids. He's robbing from kids. He's robbing from siblings right now. And Jesus, we thank you that on this day of victory, we celebrate the fact that, God, you have a plan. You have a plan. You have a plan. My God, that kid might not be living in your plan right now. But the plan of redemption was laid out 2,000 years ago. And it's the power of Jesus Christ. And we thank you that there is a father waiting for prodigal children to return. And we stand in agreement for prodigals right now, right across this room. Young men, young women, grandkids, siblings, Jesus, we agree for them today. My God, maybe it's parents in the room. Maybe there's kids here today praying for their parents to find Christ. Jesus, we stand here today and we thank you. We thank you for the plan of God that was laid out from the beginning of time. Jesus, right now, on this Easter Sunday, we agree together. We agree together. We agree together. We agree together. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Easter Friday, we celebrate the reality of the moment Jesus hung upon a cross and conquered sin and death when He arose again on Easter Sunday. Listen, this is the greatest single moment in human history. The greatest single moment in human history. This makes the creation of the wheel that rolled just pales into significant. This is the moment that man decided to make fire to keep us warm, to go into, into insignificance. This is the moment man created air conditioners to keep us cool in church on Sunday morning when the place is packed. When man walked on the moon, nothing, or walked in a studio, depending on your belief systems around that. Those things pale into comparison to the reality that Jesus Christ hung upon a cross, went into a tomb for three days and three nights and rose again 
And today we celebrate the power of the greatest single moment in human history. Because of that moment, love was completed. The completion of love was outworked when a man hung on a cross and said, I love you enough to give everything I have. He hung on a cross to show us what love truly was. And then he rose, rose again to give us the power to love. To give us the power to love. Listen, parents in the room, this is the beauty of the gospel, but it's what teaches us to love our kids. We don't control them because we remove the power to love. It is just loving them and standing with them that empowers them to love them back, love us back. It's a powerful thing. Dusu, can you come here just a real brief moment? I'm sorry to embarrass you, girl. I want to show you this because this is really important because it shows us what happens as parents, but it shows us what happens with the relationship we have with God. Listen, I met this young woman when she was 14 years of age. I met this girl and I loved her and I even told her, hey, I love you, girl. She, she didn't know how to say, I love you, pa, back. I had to explain it because no one had said I love you before. And I could never say, girl, you just have to love me as a dad. I'm a bald white guy that just loved this young African girl. It, it could never be controlled. I could never tell her, you have to love me. It was a fact that I prayed for her, prayed with her. I stood and I blessed her and I encouraged her and I stood with her for these last seven years and just stood beside her and, and encouraged her and encouraged her and encouraged her and encouraged her that she understood how to love back. Listen, I can't control love. Love can't be controlled. God didn't want to do that to us. And as parents, we've got to understand this. But in the holistic picture of understanding our Savior, we're going to understand that somebody just, thank you, you can take a seat, just loves us back because of what He did for us. Because of what he did, he, he did it to empower us to love him back. Listen, you may be sitting in this room so lost and so far from the reality of what true walk with God looks like. But I'm telling you today, he did all of this to draw you back into the true picture of love. And he rose to empower you to love. He doesn't control you. Hosea shows us he loved you so that you can love him back. That cross was enough and the risen power of Jesus Christ brings us to the full picture of love. We were lost in our transgressions and sin. We were lost in our despair and brokenness. We were lost in the mess of our lives. We were lost in the reality of that. Yet the Father saw us coming down the road and met us, and drew us back in the place of love, and loved us, and loved us, and loved us, and loved us, and loved us this much as He hung there on the cross, and loved us, and empowered us as He rose again from the dead. And we sit in this room today, we're celebrating what He's done, what He's done, what He's done for our lives. It is such a powerful and profound thing in who we are. It's what He's done. And listen, that powerful, profound moment of history that has shaped the whole of how humanity sees and understands, shapes how we see and understand the world around us. C.S. Lewis said this, 
I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen. Not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. Listen, that picture of love isn't just something to be seen, but it's something to encompass our lives, that through it, we see everything else. When I was 19 years of age, I encountered the love of Jesus Christ. My father sits here and he would tell you the reality that my life was utterly changed in an encounter with the love of Jesus Christ. It was changed in such a powerful way. As I encountered his love, his love enveloped my life. It enveloped everything I saw. It enveloped my actions. It enveloped my language. It enveloped my whole walk as it changed and utterly transformed me. Listen, this is the plan of love. It was the plan to change everything, to shift the whole way that humanity sees, the whole way that lost humanity, caught in their own mess, caught in their own brokenness, now becomes set free in the power of love, to love, to live a life of love, to love others, to walk in love. This was the plan of a loving Savior, Jesus Christ. That whole plan is the plan of love. Listen, you may sit in this room feeling unloved, as much of humanity does, but I'm here to tell you that that great plan was a plan of love, a Savior that loves you, that loves you. That loves you. He doesn't seek to control you. He seeks to love you. He seeks to love you. He seeks to draw you into love, the fullness of love, the life-changing power of love, the, the incredible goodness that is in the love of God. This is the story of Easter. Three nails, He loved you. A crown of thorns, He loved you. 39 stripes, He loved you. Hanging upon a cross, He loved you. Dying, He loved you. In rising again, He called you into love and empowered you to love. What a story. But listen, today it isn't just a story. It's the truth. It's the truth that's here to set you free. Across this room this morning, I'd love us to bow our heads and close our eyes in a moment of power. It's an invitation. It's an engagement of love. It's a call to love. It's a call to love. You may be sitting in this room not knowing love so well. You may be sitting in this room far from love, far in your own life, feeling lost and broken. I'm here to tell you about what He's done and the fact that everything He did, He did to draw you back. I know this message will keep speaking to you as you continue your day. So for more information about City Point West, jump on citypointchurch.com or follow our social media accounts, Instagram, City Point West, or our Facebook, City Point Church West. Have a great day.